Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. Rachel Dolezal, author of a brand new book, In Full Color, Finding My Place in a Black and White World. Hey, Rachel, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. I read the book and was interested to, uh, to hear the background of a story that I thought I knew two years ago, but really didn't. And I guess that's why you wrote it. Yeah, I really realized quickly that I wasn't going to be able to discuss my story in, a, in an interview. You know, I mean, it's just really hard to um, condense an entire life journey into 10 minutes. So I, I realized it had to be in book form and it's, it's out there now. And, and thank you for reading it. The whole time I was reading it, I was thinking about Caitlyn Jenner. Tell me if this is fair. And I know you've, you've heard it. You write about the trans issue yourself, but 
why do you think that there seems to be more acceptance of her and the transformation that she has made in her life and her desire to live as a female than I perceive there to have been for Rachel Dolezal, who was born to two white parents but chooses to live, for lack of a better description, a black life? Well, I think that as a society, we have just, um, you know, evolved and grown with acceptance and understanding in the category of identity for gender, but we really haven't faced um, and challenged the notion of, of race as a social construct yet. So there's, you know, there's just a, a difference in, in understanding and, and acceptance, and I think that we're also at a very polar, polarized Point in American history, not that it ever wasn't, but um, we've kind of become even more um, polarized in recent years over the idea of race and racism. And we really need to, you know, question like, has embracing transgender um, identities and gender non-binary identities done more to um, kind of, you know, increase sexism or reduce it. I mean, I feel like, you know, it's it's just broadened our inclusivity. And so maybe allowing some racial fluidity on the spectrum would would actually reduce racism. Do you see the issues as being the same? You know, they're, I want to be careful because they're not exactly the same. I mean, they're different aspects of our identity, right? So, um, So they're not equivalent, but I, I do feel like it helps sometimes to uh, think of a category that we understand or we've come to understand uh, in comparison with a category that maybe we, we don't yet really get. You know, we haven't really um, confronted our convictions about that other category yet. So so I think it's helpful, and, and people have made the comparison. Rogers Brubacher makes the comparison in his book, Trans, um, it's gender and race in an age of unsettled identities is the subtitle for that book. You know, so so others have made that comparison, and I think pro- probably because Caitlyn Jenner and my story both broke in 2015, um, people started thinking about that. You know, is, is race um, biological? Is gender biological? Why do we care at the end of the day how a person lives their life? And um, my my son, my teenage son, asked me. He's like, "Why didn't Why didn't race fluidity actually happen first before gender fluidity?" Since you know, in in some cases, people. What's the answer to his question? Well, I think that you know, race is is very non biological. I mean, it's it's definitely a worldview. It's something that's been perpetuated for. A very long time. It's how we behave toward people. It's a social construct. You know, we're all the human race, but we have this deep divide in America, and there's a black side and a white side when it comes to politics and social issues and um, philosophy and culture. And so, you know, it see, it's racism is very real. It's not an illusion. Um, so we have to just really confront again, how we feel about that. And maybe maybe we don't need to just do things, you know, in the future out of habit. Maybe we can, maybe we can change, you know, not just um, do things because it's always how it has been. Rachel Dolezal, 
author of a brand new book, In Full Color. This is Book Club with Michael Smirconish from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM, Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Hey, Rachel, disabuse any listeners across the country from the idea that you decided to live your life as a black female to get a high-paying gig with the NAACP in Spokane, Washington, and then everything hit the fan. Right. Well, you know, the high-paying gig part is just completely false. It was a zero-dollar salary. It's a volunteer position. Um, I actually didn't even apply for the position per se. So um, I was nominated, and my name was on the ballot, 
and I actually found out as I was teaching in um, at Eastern Washington University, and uh, one of my colleagues said, "Oh, I see you're running for president of the NAACP," and I said, "Oh, I am," you know. And so it was kind of news to me, and um, I did I left my name on the ballot because I believe the membership did deserve a choice between the incumbent and and me, and I won by a landslide, and it was on the basis of all my human rights work in the area, and um, I'm proud of the the work that I did in the five months that I was president of that local chapter. You and know, equally important, it, I would say, equally important, I would say, from having read the book, is that I now understand this, this was no... This was no epiphany. This was no overnight decision on the part of Rachel Dolezal when and you have a photograph of this in the book. When asked to draw yourself as a child, you drew a brown skinned individual with dark hair. When Aunt Becky wanted to give you was it Raggedy Ann or Andy, what did she give you? She gave me black dolls. Because because, you know, she she seemed to understand that that's that's what I saw myself as, and that's what I saw as beautiful and inspirational. And then, and then, I don't know if the word is irony, but you marry an African American, Kevin, and he has an idea of having married a white wife. And the blondest I think your hair has ever been in your life is when you were married to him. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, he was very Eurocentric, and I was very Afrocentric, so we're kind of going different directions. <laughs> um, it was. You know, an unhappy marriage, but yeah, for sure, he he did want, I mean, his ideal beauty image was kind of like a Nicole Kidman beauty image, and it was, um, you know, it was just a very difficult thing to be um, not embraced for all of who I am and kind of repressed and suppressed. So my identity definitely took a, took a, a step backward during my marriage. For me, you write, being black isn't playing dress up. It's not something I change in and out of or do only when it's convenient. This is who I am. It's the culmination of a lifelong journey during which I've experienced as much heartbreak as I have joy. How many others are there like Rachel Dolezal? Surely a person who's who's going through uh, difficulty because they choose to live a life different than the way in which they were born. I would think they'd be reaching out for you and that, that they would look to you for leadership. So tell me about people you've heard from and whether you think this is something that hasn't been recognized in the way that perhaps the trans movement wasn't recognized at the outset. Yeah, well, I certainly hear from people all the time. And whenever I do an interview, then I hear from more people, you know, who hear that. So um, it's not just going one way. I hear from people, you know, from both sides of the color line who identify, you know, with with the other direction, black or white. And in some cases, um, one woman, she, she identified as, Latina, even though she had been born categorized as black, but she was very light skinned and got continually rejected for not being, you know, black enough and people not believing that she had a black parent and so forth. And so she's now an adult and she just said, you know, you, your story has given me courage to, to actually, in her case, really re-embrace her blackness and, um, and live it even in in the, in the face of, um, questions and and 
opposition. And and then there are others who, whether white or black, feel, you know, the other way. Um, one girl is biracial and she identifies as white. And, um, you know, her black mother reached out to me and just said, I accept my daughter and that's okay with me and we're buying your book. And so there, there are just many people who I think don't connect with the binary race categories and um, they they tell me their stories, but some of them are very scared to kind of openly um, live their life in, in that way because of the shame and ridicule that I've received. And so they feel safe talking to me, but I don't think that it's um, being celebrated enough for people to really be open publicly. I read to uh, the audience already the portion of your book where you talk about the reaction from both blacks and whites. I'm going to ask you to generalize, but have you heard more heat from whites or from blacks who did not like what they learned of your story two years ago? You know, I really can't say more, um, you know, in quantity one way or the other, but I did hear more threats of like violence and stuff from, from the white side. Um, you know, allegations of me committing white genocide, ending the white bloodline in my family, um, pissing on white supremacy, all these kind of things. And, and people saying, you know, we want you dead. Um, and then from, from the black side, I really have heard a lot of pain and just a kind of a misunderstanding of, um, somehow, you know, me being the, the scapegoat or the example of white privilege or of, um, you know, the oppressor and, and kind of just lashing out and venting frustrations about history and contemporary, you know, racial, racialization and racism. And so, um, you know, I I feel more empathy for, for those, you know, black individuals who, who have expressed their pain than I than I do for for perhaps the you know the white hateful comments, um, and I, I guess you know so so I, I'm more concerned about maybe violence, if you will, from from the white side, but um, the the comments from the black side are, are more painful for me to read like they're more hurtful because that's really home for me and so you know I want to to find resolution to find a sense of um, acceptance even if it's a agree to disagree type of acceptance that's okay with me final question for Rachel Dolezal an important one I'm not giving away the whole book for free the book is titled in full color finding my place in a black and white world Rachel this all begins your 15 minutes and then some of fame it begins as you explain in the book with you being uh, being questioned I think the interview goes on for 20 minutes but it's the only the last part where all of a sudden you're shown a photograph. I want to play the audio because in the book you say, quote, do I regret the way the interview ended? Of course I do. You were disappointed you express in the book at the way in which you answered this question. So what I'd like to do is play the brief clip and then give you the chance to uh, uh, provide a better answer, a more full answer. Here's what happened in 2015. Is that your dad? Yeah, that's, that's my dad. This man right here is your father? 
right there. Do you have a question about that? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I was wondering if uh, <laughs> if your dad really is an African American man. That's a very. I mean, I don't I don't know what you're implying. Are you African American? I don't I don't understand the question of I did tell you that yes that's my dad, and you, he was unable to come in January. And then, and then you walk away from the questioner. You said, I don't understand the question. How do you wish you would have answered that question? Well, you know, um, after the 30-minute the interview about a professional topic, I really didn't understand the, the way that that question related to what, what we were talking about. Um, but if, if somebody just had actually walked up to me and asked me, are you African-American, I would say I identify as black. And since 2015, um, all this kind of has created some conversation about terminology and, you know, if black is perhaps the best descriptor because I was born to white parents. And so, you know, Melissa Harris Perry proposed a term like cis black and trans black, and maybe Rachel can be black and maybe she's trans black. And, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, if, if that is a terminology that, that society is willing to accept and use, then and, and it's maybe more in, inclusive of my whole story, then that makes sense, and I'd be happy to use that. You know, trans black being like I was born one way, and this is how I identify as born to white parents, but I have an authentic black identity. If I was allowed a more complex label, which I wouldn't really just give to somebody on the street or in a grocery store, but I would say I'm a pan-African, pro-black, bisexual artist, activist, and mother, you know, is more of a, a human complex label. But that would just probably confuse people. So That's a lot um, to put on a form. I don't know if there's a box for that yet, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Good luck. I'll see you on CNN tomorrow. All right. Take care. That's Rachel Dolezal. The book is titled In Full Color. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. America.